Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, episode number 32. Why setting goals will not get you the results you want. Stay tuned, folks. This is your host, Padma Ali. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, where you can create the life you desire by tapping into your inner wisdom. I'm your host, Padma Ali. I'm widely known in the field of psychology as helping create long-lasting transformation. And now, I'm here to help you create the life you desire using the combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices. This podcast is for you overachievers who are ready to unlock your highest potential so you can live the life of your dreams without the hustle. I'm here to guide you through a process of self-discovery to be the creator of your destiny. You can have that fulfilling career, that relationship, the abundance, all by taking aligned actions, simply by tapping into the power of your brain, your inner wisdom, and ancient practices. So tune in, folks. I am so delighted you're here. Hey, what's up, visionaries? How are you all today? So as you can probably tell with my voice, I have a bit of a cold. But I decided to do this podcast anyways because I have committed to doing an episode a week and I honoring, I'm honoring my commitment. And why am I sharing this with you? Because so many, you know, this whole podcast is all about creating your vibrant life. And you may have already noticed in my podcast episodes, I talk a lot about quote-unquote spirituality, bringing in esoteric wisdom. But along with that, in order to create the life you want, you need to take actions. You need to take aligned actions. And for creating the life that you desire. It also means commitment, sticking with your habits, and working towards the goal. It doesn't mean hustle, because that's what a lot of us are taught. You need to work hard, you need to hustle, you need to do things in order to create the life you want. But by the time you do that, you're going to be so exhausted that you won't even have time to enjoy your life, right? So this is a balance of doing and being. But being comes first more than doing. At the same time, you may have already seen this in your own life. There are times you don't want to do things. Like, you know, working out or exercise or some kind of movement is good for your body. But there may be days you don't want to do it. So how do you honor the doing and the being? Well, I'm not going to go too much into that right now. But this segues right into our episode about why setting goals will not get you the results you want. And in today's episode, again, I don't have any notes. I'm going with what is coming through me for you guys. I have an outline, but that's about it. And the reason I picked this particular topic is because I see this with my clients a lot. Most of my clients 
are overachievers and they tend to work a lot and they tend to work hard. They put their nose to their grindstone, to the grindstone. Is that what it's called? Putting the nose to the grindstone, right? Am I getting that right? And they work like workhorses. By the time most of my clients come to me, they are tired. They're exhausted. They don't know why they're on this rat race. They have no idea. They've accomplished a ton but they feel like they have still ways to go. And the only way they think they can achieve those things is by working hard and setting goals. But I'm here to tell you that setting goals will not get you the results you want. And I'm here to show you and help you discover other ways of actually getting your result, getting the results you want, which requires, yes, setting goals, but not in the traditional way that you've been used to. Well, let me ask you this. How many times in your life have you set goals, but you haven't really been able to achieve them? Because if you, if just goal setting worked, right, you would have completely accomplished everything you want. You may actually be the type of person who writes down what you want to achieve in the year, every year. The beginning of the year, you probably are like, I am going to get this done this year, or I'm going to achieve this this year. Now, if that worked, wouldn't you already be where you want to be? Wouldn't you have already achieved what you wanted to achieve? And here's why goal setting does not work. Number one reason, goals, when most people set goals from their analytical brain, they write down what they want to achieve, and it's very, very brain-focused. The analytical brain gets to work, says, okay, I need to achieve this, and have to work, 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 work till I do that. But by the time you do it, you're so exhausted and at some point you give up. And this is the reason why most gyms are empty by the time February rolls around because by January 1st, gyms are full. February, end of February, gyms are mostly empty. Back to square one again. Because just setting goals is not going to get you there. And also what happens is that people set goals and then they work towards it or work, 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 work. And the first signs of not achieving it, they lose, they lose focus. They quit or they say, "Mm, this is not working. So they lose sight of why they started that in the first place. And as I'm talking about this in in this episode, I'm going to also share with you what you can do to achieve goals. So stay stay with me till the end. And also stay with my voice. Like I feel like I'm going to cough any minute. (laughs) And this is the funny thing. I'm going to digress just for a second. You know, generally, I never, ever, ever get sick. But when I do, 
It's usually because there's something else shifting in my energetic system that's allowing for more growth, more, more, something bigger is happening. And I see this even with my kids. And you, may, if you have kids, you may have seen this too. When your kids get sick, or when they have a fever, or when they get, um, when they start, when they start to get sick, right after that, if you play, if you pay very close attention, you will notice that they will have like a big growth spurt of some kind. And I'm not just talking about physical growth spurt. There's like an emotional growth spurt or um, a mental growth spurt. So if you have kids, notice this, okay? And but we as in a, in our society are trained to suppress these illnesses. <clears throat> the moment you have a fever in your kid, you are trained to give them medication immediately to suppress it. Now, guys, I am not vouching for not giving medication. Please don't take that from here. All I'm saying is observe, pay attention, notice. What if you just became an observer in your own life, right? What if you just observe these things? This is what I've observed with myself and my kids. Observe in your own life. What that? What does that do for you? For me, I've noticed like any time I rarely get sick, but when I get sick, there's something else coming through right after that. So I know this is digression, but it's also on topic because, again, when it comes to goals, right, what are you not paying attention to? What are you not listening to on the inside about your goals? And we're going to talk more about that, about how, what to pay attention to to get your goals met to meet your goals, to get you the results that you want. Oh my goodness. I butchered that sentence, but stay with me. So like I was saying, most people set goals from their analytical mind. And if you do not get the the non-analytical mind, whatever that's called, oh my goodness, there's a word for it. And I can't remember the right brain, the creative brain on board you won't be able to meet your goals. You won't be able to get the results. And here's why. Think about your own life, okay? How do you think? Most people think in, in pictures. Most people see things. Like when I'm talking, okay, let me, let me tell, let me, let me say that this will make it very clear. Now, I'm going to say the word elephant. The moment I say the word elephant, your brain immediately pictures this elef- an elephant, which is gray in color and big ears and like the trunk, right? You immediately start to picture that. But when most people write down their goals, they're just writing it down. They're not picturing it. They're not visualizing it. They're mostly just saying, I want this. And just by wanting it, and you can't picture what you want, it doesn't align the two. And that's often the reason why you don't get the results you want by just plain, simple goal setting. 
This is why people lose focus. They give up. And it also ties back into what I was talking about right in the beginning about commitment and habit, because all of those things make a difference. Like I'm committed. I have a goal. I have a goal of reaching many people through my podcast. And the reason being, I want to make an impact. But for that, whether I'm sick or not, whether my voice will work or not, I'm committed to doing this. And the only reason I will not create an episode is if I'm not feeling in alignment, which is something I will be talking about more towards the end of this episode about how that plays a role in creating your goals and achieving your goals. So let's go to another reason why goal setting does not work. See, this is what often I see with people, okay? You want something, but unconsciously there's a fear associated with either being disappointed by not getting it. Your brain is so darn tricky, people. It's very tricky. What it says to you, the brain, or you can call it the ego. So the ego often says, I want this, okay? And simultaneously it'll go, but what if you can have it? What if... What if, there's the beautiful what if, what if it won't happen for you? How are you going to feel? So you know what? Don't even do it. This is how the ego talks. And say you don't do it. Say you quit. Once you quit, the ego is going to go, see, you are a failure. You never finish things. You never complete things. You never will amount to anything. You know what this is? These are just beliefs and fears based on past experiences. These are parts of us, which I do talk a lot about parts with my clients. These are parts of us that hold us back because this is what they're trained to do. These parts are protective parts. Their only job is to protect you and protect in quotes because protection is not real. (laughs) As you may already have noticed that in your own life. And what often happens is that it's based on past experiences that have already, that are gone, right? But here is what you may already have noticed in your own life. These past experiences almost leave like an impression. It's like leaves this, the best way I can describe it is like this kind of this ghost-like image, but it continues to play a role in today's life. And then they form beliefs. And those beliefs, then you live your entire life from these beliefs. So that comes back down to fear. right? Ultimately, if you look back, if there's a contradiction, you want something. Say you want that you have this dream house in mind. But your analytical brain goes, how are you going to get the money to, to pay for the down payment? How are you going to pay the mortgage after that? And there's a fear of what you want. And that fear contradicts what you want. And that gets in the way of your meeting your goals. So on, 
on paper, you might have written down, I am going to own this house. Okay. But if you're not aware of these unconscious fears or things that you're holding on, these beliefs that you're holding on to, like, I can't do it. It's not possible. Oh, how am I going to get the money for that? Oh, and if you have these kind of beliefs, it's not going to happen, will it? And that's what I'm inviting you to start to notice. Notice in your own life. Do you have a goal for something? And is there a contradictory feeling associated with that goal that comes up simultaneously? You know, when I was growing up, I'm actually, if you, if I, if I'm just going to share something about me, I'm very persistent. I have always gone after what I want and I get what I want. This is how I've lived my life. But here's the piece. I was told from people around me and the messages I picked up about that was that was bad. Somehow that was bad. Oh, you're too much. Girls don't do that. These were like messages I picked up or I was told directly. And this is how I lived. Right? Oh, you're, that is, you're being very, you're, you're, you're just too much. That's the word I would always find myself telling myself in the background. I'm too much. So I needed to tone it down because I was too focused on what I wanted or something of that kind. I see that in my daughter. So it's very interesting, like, you know, how children are often mirrors mirrors of what's happening for you. So I see that my daughter, she's extremely persistent (laughs) and she wears me down. Like like I give in many times because she's like so persistent with what she wants. And I'm like so tired. I'm like, all right, fine, have it. But at the same time, I find myself getting frustrated with that. And I have to watch for that because I don't want her to get the message that what she wants is not possible for her to have. But I'm being mindful of that. And yet I fail many times because I'm like, oh, there she goes again. And I have to watch out for that. What what message am I giving her by doing that, right? Because I don't want her to stop believing in herself, believing that she can have what she wants and she has to just be, be, have the intention for what she wants and she can have what she wants. So it's very interesting to watch these things. So again, my invitation to you is to really start paying attention. Notice. Notice how you're showing up. Notice what's the internal dialogues. Notice what beliefs are you carrying. And notice what you do with other people because how you do one thing is how you do everything, isn't it? So let's go on to the one of the third, the third reason why goal setting does not work. It's because this is a different way of approaching. This is a different way. I'm going to bring this to your attention. Say you achieve your goal. Say you have a big goal and you, you make it happen somehow. And then you lose it all. You lose it all. It just 
goes away. So two things happen there. One is fear. If you notice inside, there might have been a fear of, I'm going to get what I want, but I'm also going to lose it. And you see that a lot with lottery winners, right? Like some, there are even studies that have shown that they win these enormous amounts of lottery and then of money, and then it's all gone. It's like um, they just spend it all because again, one is this is this is their brain's programming. They can't hold on to that money. But it also is another piece, which is it's called the upper limit problem. Now, if you've read this amazing book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, you'll know what I'm talking about. Upper limit happens when we sabotage ourselves. A great example is Bill Clinton. He was at his peak of of um, success, right? And the whole Monica Levinsky, I think that was her name. I can't remember. Those things don't stick in my brain, but something, I think that was her name, happened. It's like sabotage. He sabotaged himself. And that is something you will see with a lot of successful people. They can't hold on to their success. It's almost like it's too much for them. And that's called Upper Limit. If you haven't read that book, it's an amazing book to read. I'll put it in the show notes. It's called Big Leap. I highly recommend it. So the third reason it's not about not being able to achieve your goals or get the results, but you get the results, you achieve the goals, and then it goes away. It's really powerful when you start to look at that. And again, why am I sharing these things with you? The first thing is awareness. The more you know yourself, the more you discover yourself, the more you know who you are and how you operate in the world, the more you can actually have what you want. You can create the vibrant life that you want, you desire. It all comes down to awareness, noticing, questioning, and allowing. So let's now talk about what, how can you now, how can you get the results you want? I've talked a lot about why you don't get what you want. And one of the reasons, if you notice, this is a theme in all my episodes. I talk a lot about why we do what we do, because my goal is for you to understand yourself. And then how do we shift that? Because that's very important, isn't it? So how do you shift that? How do you get what you want? How do you, how do you set goals in a way that you will get the results? So traditional goal setting does not work. We all, we all can agree with that, can't we? So let's talk about how to make things happen. I'm going to share with you. And as you, as you listen to these things, I'm going to share with you just two ways. And as you listen to these two ways, you will discover how simple it is and how powerful it is and how easy it is when you fully get on board with this. Okay. All right. So let's talk about, let's talk about the first way of how you can create the goals that you want, how you can have 
how you can make things happen. This is very, very powerful when you can really understand this, know it, and put it into action. And you you may have already experienced this in your life. And you, when I share this with you, you're going to be like, of course. So has there ever been a time in your life where you've wanted something and you just knew it, it's yours? It, this is mine. I am going to have this. I know I'm going to make this happen. And that is called will, setting your will and and having an intention for what you want. You know, a friend of mine was telling me that she, they were house hunting and they went to see this house. And the moment she walked in, she's like, this is the house. And immediately the thought was, this is my house. This is mine. And she's like, why, 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 why is this still in the market? This is mine, right? And that is, I'm sure you've had experiences like that, maybe for something small, maybe for something big. I have, I've, I've had many such experiences. I just knew this is mine. It's like this inner wisdom. And that's why this, you know, inner wisdom is one of my core pillars of the work that I do with my clients. When you can, it's like this inner knowing, you just know it. You know, like I just, I just knew, like when I was giving birth to my children, like when I was pregnant with both my kids, I just knew that I would have these, uh, this amazing birth experience at home. I had both my kids at home. If you didn't know that, (laughs) now you know, at a planned home birth. Because most people think about home birth as, as um, oh, the baby just came and you were not prepared. No, this was a planned home birth with midwives at home. But I just knew, I just knew that the birth would be smooth and both my babies would be healthy. And I just knew it. It was that, it's that inner knowing well, that's a different piece than goal setting, right? Like, I mean, it, it can, you can think about it as a goal or setting the intention. I set the intention for a smooth, easy birth and at home with midwives. <laughs> this was my, that was my intention. And this is how you can get what you want, which is set your will and set your intention. Because with that, you can have anything you want. And it's so powerful. It's enormously powerful when you can do that. And I, you may see this with, if you have children at home, you may see this with them because they are full of intent and will. This is how they live their life. I see my son, right? He's like, I want that Lego set and I know I'm going to have it. There is not an ounce of doubt in his mind. He knows he's going to get it. One way or another, it's going to show up. And guess what? It shows up. It shows up. Every time I've seen this with him, anytime he wants something, he'd be like, I want that. And within a week, within a month, it's there. Maybe I buy it. Maybe someone else buys it. This is the most funniest example. 
So he wanted this Lego set. And he's like, I want this Lego set. I know I'm going to get a Lego set. And um, so, you know, I talked to my kids a lot about setting will and setting their intent, intent and intention and setting their will, casting their will. And I was like, okay, you can cast your will. You can set the intention of having this Lego set. And let's see. He did that. The next day, <laughs> I get a call from my sister and she's like, hey, I was just thinking of getting him a Lego set. So I got him one and it's shipped to him. <laughs> I, I burst out laughing. I was like, wow, you must have, you must be tuned into him because somehow he cast a will, his will for wanting this Lego set and it's already on its way. The thing is, we all used to have that gift. We all did, but it got beaten out of us, didn't it? How many times do you remember in your childhood wanting something and somebody saying, how are you going to get it? How are you going to do that? Right? And that is how it gets beaten out of us. But what if you, the same what if, but I'm going to use it in a different way, which is in a positive way. What if you wanted something and you 100% believed it is yours and it's going to be yours? What, what if? What if you did that? You can have it, can't you? And that is the power. That is the power of casting your will and setting your intention. Now, here's the piece. This is the most vital piece. It's not just enough to cast your will and set your intention. You need to take actions. You need to take aligned actions. Because aligned actions leads to powerful results, doesn't it? It's vital you take actions. You can't just sit and ohm all day in a cave. You won't. Nothing will happen. We still have to do something about it. It's the um, it's the law of um, my goodness. It's the law for that. I'm blanking out on it. It'll come to me. Um, ah, I can't remember that now. <laughs> it's also li really late in the evening, guys. So I'm. You may hear that I've also been not myself this entire week. And so if you hear that in my voice, that's what it is. So the second way you can get what you want, and not by traditional goal setting, is, you ready for it? It's alignment. Now, the word alignment gets thrown around a lot these days, but what is alignment? Alignment means, again, it's this feeling, right? It's this feeling of like you are doing what you're here to do. That is alignment. If you're not in alignment with your goals, it won't happen. It just won't. It won't manifest. If you're working, for example, just for the sake of making money, 
it's going to die out at some point, meaning you will lose the, 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 the focus or you will lose, it won't have the same energy. Think about it back in your own life. When you're doing something that you love, what is your energy? And when you're doing something you don't really like doing, how is your energy? It's that same thing. If you're not in alignment with your goals, you're not going to make it. It won't work out. And I see that a lot, especially if you're just making, if you're working just to make money, then you're not going to reach your highest potential. For you to reach your highest potential, you need to be in alignment with your goals. And here's the kicker. Sometimes you won't know if you're in alignment with your goals till you set a goal and you start doing it. And then you're like, ah, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. And that's how you know you're not in alignment with your goals. So you may or may not know this about my life. I was a psychotherapist for many, many, I still am. I still am a licensed psychotherapist. But at some point, psychotherapy stopped being in alignment for me because it just, I wasn't, I know I wanted to do more, but it just wasn't, I loved what I did. I loved, actually, here's the thing. I loved being with my clients, helping get them the results that they wanted, but the but the aspect, but the framework it came from, which was therapy, which means people seeking therapy were the ones finding me, didn't work for me. I wanted to do more. In my work currently with my clients, I do a lot more than just talk therapy, which I couldn't do in the framework of a therapy license. And also they were not open to that because, you know, they were coming to see me for therapy and therapy has a certain energy to it, which is basically talk therapy. And I just wasn't feeling in alignment with that. And it didn't flourish. It didn't, I mean, it, it, it was, it was very successful till it was happening. And then I just, I reached a limit with that. And until I quit that and said, I'm not doing that anymore. I shut my very successful practice. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And took a break and came into this, what I'm doing right now, which I'm completely in alignment with. I'm living my dharma. This is what I'm meant to do. And now it's flourishing like never before. It's really opening up so many doors, not only for me, but also for my clients. And I'm doing what I'm doing because I'm in alignment with it. So I'm inviting you to notice in your life, where are you in alignment with your goals and where are you not in alignment with your goals? Every year, in the beginning of the year, I I set my intention for what I want to do for that year, not just do, how do I want to be that whole year? And this year was about trust. Trust was an intention that I set because I wanted to trust 100% in the universe. I wanted to trust that I was in alignment. I wanted to be in alignment. And what I wanted to accomplish this year was to reach a lot of people through my podcast 
through one-on-one work and through group program, through one group program. That's what I wanted to do this year. And I've done it all. And I also had an income goal, which I'm not going to share here for obvious reasons. And I'm well on my way towards that. All because I'm in alignment with what I'm doing. It's opening up so many doors because of that. So as we approach 2021, my invitation to you is to set your intention and cast your will for what you want to create in that year, but see if it's an alignment and do it from a place of alignment. All right. So with that, I am going to end this episode. But before I end, I have one small announcement to make. Actually, two small announcements to make. At the end, because it's the last quarter, I have opened up three spots for my one-on-one coaching. And two of those spots are already filled up. I only have one more spot left. And this is for anyone who is committed to reaching their highest potential, to living from their highest potential and wanting more from life, not by hustle, but by living in alignment and by being ready to clear out any of those beliefs, anything that is no longer serving you, these old stories, those old energetic imprints. So if that's you, I'm going to invite you to just reach out to me. Just DM me or send me an email. You know where to find me. And I'm looking for that just one person. That's all. I have only have one more spot left. And after that, I'm going to put it in a wait list for anyone who wants to get on my calendar for next year. And next year, my prices go up again. So if you are feeling, if you have felt any calling to working with me, now would be the time. And with that, I'm going to end this podcast episode. And oh, the second second request, if you would kindly, if you found value in my episodes, please, please leave a review because this allows me to reach more people. And I know that you are probably the type of person who wants to help others. So please leave a review, a positive one, and help me reach more people because the more the people need can listen to messages like this and make changes in their lives, the more the impact it'll have in the world, won't it? So that's my invitation to you. If you feel called to, no pressure, please leave a review. And I'm so grateful for you. So, so grateful for you. We have um, crossed over 2,200 downloads so far and incredibly grateful. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't be making these episodes. So thank you so much. My heartfelt gratitude to you. And um so much, I always say this, so much love to you all and um, so many blessings. You take care and I will connect with you soon.